Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year following the weekly Torah portions along with the rest of scripture daily as well. I am Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Monday the 15th of May or the 24th of Iyar on the Hebrew calendar. We are on day 39 of the counting of the Omer. And this week we are in a parasha or Torah portion called Bamidbar, which means in the wilderness. The scripture reading from the Torah will be Numbers or Bamidbar, chapter 1, verse 20 through verse 54. Please join me in blessing and thanking the Lord before we start reading the scriptures. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. And now to our reading from the Torah. The children of Reuven, Israel's firstborn, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, one by one, every male from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Reuven, were forty-six thousand five hundred. Of the children of Shimon, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, those who were counted of it, according to the number of the names, one by one, every male from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Shimon, were fifty-nine thousand three hundred. Of the children of God, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of God, were forty-five thousand six hundred fifty. Of the children of Yehuda, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war. Those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Yehuda, were seventy-four thousand six hundred. Of the children of Issachar, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Issachar, were fifty-four thousand four hundred. Of the children of Tzvolun, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Zvolun, 
were 57,400. Of the children of Yosef, of the children of Ephraim, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Ephraim, were forty thousand five hundred. Of the children of Manasseh, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Manasseh, were thirty-two thousand two hundred. Of the children of Benjamin, their generations by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Benjamin, were 35,400. Of the children of Dan, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Dan were 62,700. Of the children of Asher, their generations by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Asher were 41,500. Of the children of Naphtali, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war. Those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Naphtali, were fifty-three thousand four hundred. These are those who were counted, whom Moshe and Aaron counted, and the twelve men who were princes of Israel, each one for his father's house. So all those who were counted of the sons of Israel by their father's houses, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war in Israel, all those who were counted were six hundred three thousand five hundred fifty. But the Levites, after the tribe of their fathers, were not counted among them. For the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Only the tribe of Levi you shall not count, neither shall you take a census of them among the sons of Israel. But the pointed Levites over the tabernacle of the testimony, and over all its furnishings, and over all that belongs to it, they shall carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings, and they shall take care of it, and shall encamp around it. When the tabernacle is to move, the Levites shall take it down, and when the tabernacle is to be set up, the Levites shall set it up. And the stranger who comes near shall be put to death. 
The sons of Israel shall pitch their tents, every man by his own camp, and every man by his own standard, according to their divisions. But the Levites shall encamp around the tabernacle of the testimony, that there may be no wrath on the congregation of the sons of Israel. The Levites shall be responsible for the tabernacle of the testimony. Thus the sons of Israel did, according to all that the Lord commanded Moshe. So they did. That was Numbers chapter 1 verse 20 to the end of the chapter. Now we have our portion from the prophets. And we will read the prophet Jeremiah or Yehomiyahu chapter 7. The word that came to Yehomiyahu from the Lord saying, Stand in the gate of the house of the Lord and proclaim this word there and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all you of Yehuda." who enter in at these gates to worship the Lord. This is what the Lord Svaot, the God of Israel, says, Amend your ways and your deeds, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. Do not trust in lying words, saying, The temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord are these. For if you truly Amend your ways and your doings, if you truly execute justice between a man and his neighbor. If you do not oppress the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place, and do not walk after other gods to your own hurt, then I will cause you to dwell in this place, in the land that I gave to your fathers from of old, even forevermore. Behold, you trust in lying words that cannot profit. When you steal, murder, commit adultery, swear falsely, burn incense to Baal, and walk after other gods that you have not known, then come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say, We are delivered, that you may do all these abominations. Has this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your eyes? Behold, I myself have seen it, says the Lord. But go now to my place which was in Shiloh, where I caused my name to dwell at the first, and see what I did to it for the wickedness of my people Israel. Now because you have done all these works, says the Lord, and I spoke to you, rising up early and speaking, but you did not hear, and I called you, but you did not answer. Therefore I will do to the house which is called by my name, in which you trust, and to the place which I gave to you, and to your fathers, as I did to Shiloh. I will cast you out of my sight, as I have cast out all your brothers, the whole offspring of Ephraim. Therefore, do not pray for this people. Do not lift up a cry or prayer for them or make intercession to me, for I will not hear you. Do you not see what they do in the cities of Yehuda 
and in the streets of Jerusalem. The children gather wood, and the fathers kindle the fire, and the women knead the dough to make cakes to the queen of the sky and to pour out drink offerings to other gods that they may provoke me to anger. Do they provoke me to anger, says the Lord? Do they not provoke themselves to the confusion of their own faces? Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord says, Behold, my anger and my wrath will be poured out on this place, on man, on animal, on the trees of the field, and on the fruit of the ground, and it will burn and will not be quenched. This is what the Lord Svaot, the God of Israel, says. Add your burnt offerings to your sacrifices and eat meat. For I did not speak to your fathers or command them in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt concerning burnt offerings or sacrifices. But this thing I commanded them, saying, Listen to my voice, and I will be your God, and you shall be my people and walk in all the way that I command you, that it may be well with you. But they did not listen or turn their ear, but walked in their own counsels and in the stubbornness of their evil heart, and went backward and not forward. Since the day that your fathers came out of the land of Mitzrayim to this day, I have sent to you all my servants, the prophets, daily rising up early and sending them. Yet they did not listen to me or incline their ear, but made their necks stiff. They did worse than their fathers. You shall speak all these words to them, but they will not listen to you. You shall also call to them, but they will not answer you. You shall tell them, This is the nation that has not listened to the voice of the Lord their God, nor received instruction. Truth has perished and is cut off from their mouth. Cut off your hair and throw it away, and take up a lamentation on the bare heights, for the Lord has rejected and forsaken the generation of his wrath. For the children of Yehuda have done that which is evil in my sight, says the Lord. They have set their abominations in the house which is called by my name to defile it. They have built the high places of Tophet, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to burn their sons and their daughters in the fire, which I did not command, nor did it come into my mind. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that it will no more be called Tophet, or the valley of the son of Hinnom, but the valley of slaughter. For they will bury in Tophet until there is no place to bury. The dead bodies of this people will be food for the birds of the sky and for the animals of the earth. No one will frighten them away. Then I will cause to cease from the cities of Yehuda and from the streets of Jerusalem the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride for the land will become a waste. That was Jeremiah chapter 7. Now, in our portion from the writings, we are in the book of Job, or Yov in Hebrew, and we will be reading 
chapter 28. And this is Job continuing his discourse. Surely there is a mine for silver and a place for gold which they refine. Iron is taken out of the earth, and copper is smelted from ore. Man sets an end to darkness, and searches out to the furthest bound, the stones of obscurity and of thick darkness. He breaks open a shaft away from where people live. They are forgotten by the foot. They hang far from men. They swing back and forth. As for the earth, out of it comes bread, and underneath it, is turned up as it were by fire. Sapphires come from the rocks, and it has dust of gold. The path no bird or prey knows, neither has the falcon's eye seen it. The proud animals have not trodden it, nor has the fierce lion passed by there. He puts his hand on the flinty rock, and he overturns the mountains by the roots. He cuts out channels among the rocks, and his eye sees every precious thing. He binds the streams that they do not trickle, and the thing that is hidden he brings out to light. But where is wisdom to be found? Where is the place of understanding? Man does not know its price, neither is it found in the land of the living. The deep says, It is not in me. The sea says, it is not with me. It cannot be gotten for gold. Neither will silver be weighed for its price. It cannot be valued with the gold of Ophir, with the precious onyx or the sapphire. Gold and glass cannot equal it, neither will it be exchanged for jewels of fine gold. No mention will be made of coral or of crystal. Yes, the price of wisdom is above rubies. The topaz of Ethiopia will not equal it, nor will it be valued with pure gold. Where then does wisdom come from? Where is the place of understanding? Seeing it is hidden from the eyes of all living and kept close from the birds of the sky, Abaddon and Death say, We have heard a rumor of it with our ears. God understands its way, and he knows its place, for he looks to the ends of the earth, and he sees under all the heavens. He establishes the force of the wind. Yes, he measures out the waters by measure. When he made a decree for the rain, and a way for the lightning of the thunder, then he saw it and declared it. He established it, yes, and searched it out. To man, he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. That was Job chapter 28. And now our final portion for today. From the Apostolic Writings, we will read Romans chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Mashiach Yeshua, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Ruach. For the law of the Ruach of life in Messiah Yeshua 
made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the Torah could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did, sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and as a sin offering. He condemned sin in the flesh, that the ordinance of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Ruach. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Ruach, the things of the Ruach. For the mind of the flesh is death, but the mind of the Ruach is life and shalom. Because the mind of the flesh is hostile toward God, for it is not subject to the Torah of God, neither indeed can it be. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Ruach, if it is so that the Ruach Elohim dwells in you. But if any man does not have the Ruach of Mashiach, he is not his. But if Mashiach is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is alive because of righteousness. But if the Ruach of him who raised up Yeshua from the dead dwells in you, he who raised up Mashiach Yeshua from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Ruach who dwells in you. So then, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you must die. But if by the Ruach you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Ruach Elohim, these are the children of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the Ruach of adoption, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Ruach himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Mashiach, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified with him. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory with which will be revealed toward us. For the creation waits with eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to vanity, not of its own will, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of decay into the liberty of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now. Not only so, but ourselves also, who have the first fruits of the Ruach, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for adoption, the redemption of our body. For we were saved in hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for that which he sees? But if we hope for that which we do not see, we wait for it with patience. In the same way, the Ruach also helps our weaknesses, for we do not know how to pray as we ought. But the Ruach himself makes intercession for us 
with groanings which cannot be uttered. But he who searches the hearts knows what it is on the Ruach's mind, because he makes intercession for the holy ones according to God. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, for those who are called according, according to his purpose, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Moreover, whom he predestined, those he also called, whom he called, those he also justified, and whom he justified, those he also glorified. What shall we then say about these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own Son, but delivered him up for us all, how would he not also with him freely give us all things? Who could bring a charge against God's chosen ones? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Mashiach who died, yes, rather, who was raised from the dead, who is at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Mashiach? Could oppression, or anguish, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? Just as it is written, For your sake we are killed all day long. We were accounted as sheep for the slaughter. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth, nor any other created thing, will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Mashiach Yeshua, our Lord. That was Romans chapter 8. And if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read Matthew 26, verse 1 through verse 35. Matthew 26, 1 through 35, today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a blessed day, that God would lead you and direct you by His Spirit and strengthen you by His Word. Shalom from Israel until next time.